Okay, James Goldstein, everybody. Um, this is a, a true blessing for me. Uh, you know, NBA icon. Uh, he's arguably the greatest super fan of all time. You'll see him at almost courtside at every single game, uh, especially those Lakers-Clippers games. So, um, Mr. Goldstein, thanks so much again. Um, this is a, a true pleasure. Well, thank you for having me. And please call me Jim. Jim, okay, appreciate it. Awesome, Jim. So, um, do you mind, uh, Jim, do you mind uh, telling, uh, to start off, like, um, discussing fashion, architecture, and basketball. I know those are three pillars that are uh, have been had a huge impact on your life. Um, how did those become a huge part of your life? They all started at a young age. Uh, I think my father got me started in fashion when I was about six years old business and he made that I dressed a certain way when I was young but then when I became a teenager I started choosing for myself and I always wanted to be unique in the way I dressed as well as keeping up with the latest fashion. So um, I started out dressing all of my high school friends and it just grew from there. Basketball, I started playing when I was six years old, played on the high school team, went to my first NBA game at the age of 10 and fell in love with the NBA game way ahead of everybody. Nobody was going to the games when I started watching. And architecture, I grew up in Wisconsin and became aware of Frank Lloyd Wright's architecture as a young boy. And from there, I started studying architecture just on... but it became a huge passion for me. And when I bought a house for the first time that was a famous architectural house, that got me totally involved. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's incredible, right? Um, you know, I mean, having the between fashion, architecture, and basketball, you know, the intersection between all three of those, um, you know, clearly ha has, uh, you know, had a huge impact on your life. Um, I did want to kind of go back to, you know, how you first uh, got exposed to the game of basketball. Um, I read that at the age of 15, uh, you used to keep stats for the Milwaukee Hawks. Um, how did you land that gig? 
<clears throat> well, my parents were friends with the Milwaukee Hawks announcer, and he offered me that job. Of course, it was non-paying, but I jumped at the chance. Yeah. That's uh that yeah, what an incredible opportunity. And so were there do you remember a lot of people in the stands at those games when you were working at them? Or what was that like? In those days there were maybe two thousand fans, man. Was the Harlem Globetrotters were playing. Nobody cared about the NBA. The newspapers ran short stories on the back pages. High school basketball. Then the NBA. Wow. That's incredible. Um, yeah, because I've read, um, I've heard about the Globetrotter games um, Wilt Chamberlain, he, he started with the Globetrotters. I know you had a, uh, a relationship just watching him play. Um, you know, what was your favorite memory, you know, watching him, you know, play in the NBA, you know, coming from the Globetrotters? <clears throat> well, he was, uh, one of my favorite players. And when he, oh, it to the, Lakers, he and I became good friends, and we used to hang out after the games. Really, what was uh, what was your favorite conversation with him? Uh, I can't remember any specific conversation, but we both like to chase girls. <laughs> he liked the he liked the short ones. I liked the tall ones. <laughs> yeah, I I heard. Uh, yeah, I heard he uh, had quite the charisma back in the day. So um, that's uh, that's awesome. It sounds like you guys had a fun time together. Um, right. What about Bill Russell? Do you remember watching uh, a guy like him play? Sorry, watching uh, Bill Russell. You still there? We, I lost you there. Oh yeah, no worries, no worries. Um, yeah, I was wondering, uh, do you have any memories of watching Bill Russell play? I have vivid memories. I was always a Wilt fan, not a, a Russell fan. Gotcha, gotcha. Why, why is that? Just out of curiosity. Russell, of course, was great on defense, but he didn't have the offensive skills of Wilt. Gotcha, gotcha. Interesting, interesting. So you always enjoyed watching Wilt play a little bit more? Well, Russell got most of the credit because the Celtics were 
winning the championships, but didn't have the teammates that Russell had. Right. No, definitely. So did you uh, did you actually go to Wilt Chamberlain's 100-point game? I don't know if you heard you're, that. You're cutting out. Sorry, yeah. Did you happen to go to uh, Wilt Chamberlain's 100-point game? No. That was in Hershey, Pennsylvania. I was not there. Okay, gotcha. I was always curious. I know your, your dedication and you, you like to travel, so uh, I never count you out. <laughs> um, well, at that time, I was in college, and I wasn't traveling. Gotcha, gotcha. Well, um, yeah, I mean, you got some incredible memories of just watching Wilt and Bill alone. Um, you know, out of curiosity, you know, I know, I know you were courtside for, for many years. Um, do you have any fond memories of uh, notable superfans early on in, like, the 60s or 70s? You know, were there actresses or actors going to games then? Uh People focused on so-called superfans. Those days, there would be a fan that would be dressed in a funny way, that kind <laughs> of fan. But otherwise, people didn't talk about fans. Right. Interesting. Do you do you uh, have any memories of uh, sitting next to like an actor or an actress, um, someone in Hollywood uh, early on in those stages? Or well, the first actress that became known for showing up at Laker games was Doris Day. Huh. Interesting. And you, uh, you had a relationship with her? Or? No, I just never met her. Gotcha, gotcha. Interesting. Yeah, that's uh, that's pretty cool. I mean, I know a uh, a lot of people from Hollywood go to out to those Laker games. Um, what about those Showtime Laker days? You know, talking about like Magic Johnson, Kareem. Well, I was at all the games, but for me, it wasn't that enjoyable because I've never been a Lakers fan. Gotcha, gotcha. So would blow out most of their opponents. So the games to me weren't exciting. I want and the Showtime Lakers would win almost every game at home by big margins. If the game became close, Magic Johnson would simply drive to make a loud grunt, have a foul called, and make the free to win the game. So that was what the Showtime era was all about for me. 
Right. Interesting. And, and were you were you close with Kareem and, and Magic too at that time, or? Friendly teases me about rooting for the Clippers, which I do. But uh, Kareem is a very difficult guy to communicate with. Interesting. So I was close with Kareem. Gotcha, gotcha. Well, um, yeah, Magic seems like a, a friendly guy, so that's um, that's pretty cool. Um, and you know, at that at that time, um, you know, I know I know I've seen pictures with you and Jack Nicholson. Um, he's also a pretty notable uh, Laker fan. Um, what what's your relationship like with him? And you know, did you meet him during the Showtime era as well? Well, we've been friendly because we're both big basketball fans, but uh, he's attended parties at my house, but otherwise we didn't really spend time together. And now he no longer attends games. So I haven't talked to him for a long time. Gotcha, gotcha. Well, um, you know, the two of you guys have, have made a huge impact on the games. You know, uh, I know there's pictures of you guys attending almost every Lakers game for, for years. So um, that's pretty incredible. Um, you know, as a fan, right, I know you weren't a huge fan of, of the Showtime era. Um, what did you think about, like, was there an era that, that was more enjoyable for you to watch basketball as a fan or – enjoyable than what yeah like was there um a favorite decade to watch basketball for you a favorite what a uh, favorite decade oh favorite decade uh i don't really like to look back so much and say gee used to be. I don't do that. I move forward. And for me, the style of basketball and the skills that are on display now are the best they've ever been. Absolutely. Definitely. Definitely. And, um, yeah, the, the game just keeps evolving and there's so many exciting players um, you know, and also like more and more, uh, like Bing is better than ever. The three point shooting emphasis has made everybody concentrate on shooting. And now the big men can almost all shoot the ball. I know it's, it's, uh, it's incredible, especially with guys like Curry, um, I know there's like a debate about, you know, uh, you know, the game today and um, like, do you have any memories of uh, going to the Chicago Bulls games and watching Michael Jordan play? Of course, I went to all of his players. 
Awesome. And, and do you have a, a favorite memory or a, a moment that really sticks out when, when you watched him play? Uh, I can't point to one specific moment. Probably the shot he made to beat Utah. Wow. Uh, stands out. Wow. And you were courtside for that one, too? <laughs> I was not only courtside, but I was very close to where he took the shot. That's incredible. Um, yeah, because I know you were also, I mean, you know, you see guys like Michael Jordan. Um, I heard you were uh, courtside to see uh, Ray Allen in his final shot as well. Um, is, there, is there a moment? Um, like I, I know, I know it's tough to pinpoint one, but, uh, you know, is there, is there one, if you could relive any, is, is there one that one game that you would love to relive too? Um, probably the game that stands out the most was when Miami played San Antonio. Game six of the finals. I was very close with the San Antonio team. And because it looked like San Antonio had won the game. And then Ray Allen took the biggest shot in NBA history. And I was standing two feet away when he took the shot. And after the game, saw Ray and told him I could have blocked the shot. And of course, he, he said, he said, I know, I've seen the photographs. <laughs> you, were, you were right there. <laughs> oh my God, man, what a moment. So that, I mean, that was incredible, right? I mean, what's going on in your head when you see that shot? Was there a uh, sense of shock or? Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, that's incredible. And how did you guys celebrate? Did you go? Did you party that night? I know you like to go to the club. I was a San Antonio fan. I was partying. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I I know. Hey, if there's any reason to party, though, I know I know you got to be up for it. But uh, no, I totally that, get that. That got the Miami back in the series, and then Game Seven decided yeah that was that was a incredible series and i can't even imagine being that close to to ray allen um you uh you mentioned like you enjoy watching like shot creators um rather than people that just uh um you know mostly like shot creators like guys like curry um how, how does ray allen compare to you know guys like curry and and uh the players today Uh, if Ray Allen were playing today, he would be right up there with uh, Steph Curry and Damon 
Lillard. Ray Allen had perfect shooting form. Yeah, I mean, he was, uh, I mean, he was incredible, um, especially in Boston, too. And then he, he made that shot in Miami. Um, that was a, that was incredible. Um, but awesome. Awesome. Um, yeah, I mean, you've seen so many NBA finals, so many big shots, right? Um, you know, I think because of you, like a lot of other, um, you know, entrepreneurs. What's going on, guys? Uh, hope everyone is enjoying this episode. Um, this show is actually brought to you by an app called Versus Game. A really cool app. If you haven't heard of it, it's it's basically an opportunity for you to make money from your own knowledge. So if you think you know everything, this app is for you. Um, everyone is talking about it because it lets you, again, win money for being right. So just imagine a social media feed where uh, every video is a question. You, there's just two possible answers. So 50-50 chance that you're right. And so you as a player can play these questions for free or you can play with real money. So $1 up to $100 per question. And so you're gonna be playing against other people um, and Versus Game uh, finds these people for you and they match them against you. So some really cool stuff, get your friends involved. Um, I know Wild Chat Sports has been involved. Um, we're gonna be posting questions each week. So it's a great opportunity for you guys to see if you're right, test your knowledge, earn some money. So again, go download the Versus Game app, go follow us at Wild Chat Sports, play our question and other questions that you think you know the answer to. Um, again, that's Versus Game, one word, no space. Um, and then we'll be also uh, talking about the result of each question um, in the next episode on here as well. Um, and then we'll introduce a new question. So really cool stuff again. Um, I'll also be replying to comments. So after you vote, let us know your reasoning. We'd love to hear it. Entrepreneurs are, are going out to games and getting courtside seats. Um, other fans include Drake and, and Spike Lee. Um, you know, we mentioned Jack Nicholson when he went to games back in the day. What is, uh, what is your relationship with, with um, you know, Drake and, and Spike, um, you know, currently? Yeah, I just saw Drake two days ago, and he's always been really friendly. The same thing with Spike. I think we all respect each other because we are such fans. But the difference between me and Spike... Uh, He only supports one team. And mm -hmm. I go to the games all through the NBA for all the teams. Mm. So uh, that's the difference. Yeah, that's um, no, that's a great point. And I'm, I'm really curious, right? Because we mentioned early on in this conversation that you started out working stats for the Milwaukee Hawks. Um, you never grew a more attachment or a little bit more of a, a bias towards towards uh, the city of Milwaukee? Well, I'm a Bucks fan now, but I, it's not 
because I it's because Giannis is my favorite player. Mm. And so I love watching the Bucks play. And I go back to Milwaukee during the playoffs and try to see many of their games. Yeah, I mean, you mentioned it. Giannis is a is an absolute beast. Um, he, he's super dominant, um, and you yeah, you've gone to so many arenas and um, you know of of different teams. Is there one arena that uh, you know? I know you you go to uh, crypto.com, um, you know, formerly known as, as Staples. Is there another arena outside of LA that uh, you enjoy visiting? I in. And the fan enthusiasm really can be felt there. Uh, the same with Oklahoma, even though the owner told building a new arena. I don't know why, <laughs> but those those two have been my favorite, and the. A new Warriors arena is really beautiful. Yeah, no, that's that's awesome. What what was the first one you mentioned? Sorry, I, I missed that. Utah. Utah. Gotcha. That's where the All-Star is. All-Star break, right? Didn't go because uh, it's cold weather there. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I, uh, the, the all-star games to me are just exhibitions and I'd much rather see a regular season game. No, for sure. Definitely. I know, um, I know you did go to one, uh, unique game. I mean, you've gone to a bunch, but, uh, the 2008 Olympics in Beijing, um, that was a different one for you. How, how was that one? Well, I try to go to the Olympics, the European Championships, the uh, games that they play internationally, the, the World Cup. Uh, I try to go to all of those, not just the U.S. games. And I think it's really great that basketball has become so international. Mm. Yeah, it's been insane, the the growth and, and how much... I mean, think about when you started, right? I mean, you were way ahead of the game, right? How there were only 2,000 people in the stands, and now it's going international. I mean, that must be incredible for you to see, too, um, throughout the years. Um, but uh, awesome. I mean, if you could – I'm curious. Like, if you could sit courtside with anyone, um, you know, dead or alive, um, who would it be? It would be – uh, a basketball player, but I 
not sure which one you have to think about that. Okay, gotcha. No worries. Yeah, it's uh, there's so many options to choose from. Um, but I know I, you did mention in a previous interview, um, Michael Jackson has been an inspiration for you. Um, can you talk about that? Or Well, he was inspirational because he had so much fashion style. And, of course, I love to watch him dance and all that, but his fashion style became something that I patterned myself after. Mm. Interesting. Have Did you uh, ever see him at a game? Like any of the games that you've been to in the past? No, I actually used to go to quite a few games with one of his brothers, but uh, Michael didn't go to games. Interesting. Interesting. That was, uh, and, and so how did you meet the brother just out at one of the games? I think through a mutual friend. Oh, cool. That's, that's pretty incredible. Um, yeah, I mean, you mentioned like the fashion, right? I mean, he, I mean, he's been a, probably a big inspiration and, um, you know, talking about like fashion of players, right? Like in the NBA now, um, is there a, time period where you think players were better dressed uh than than others or better better dressed yeah sorry um yeah better dressed like was there a time period where you felt like there was a better style amongst NBA players today today it's by far the best it's ever been Interesting. Who do you uh, who do you think is the most stylish player today? It's hard for me to say because I don't see the players off the court that much. Uh, so I really am not sure about that. Yeah. No. It's uh, it's tough, right? I mean, there's so many people, um, but I know you, I know you're friends with Dennis Rodman. Um, would you say he's the most like stylish player of all time? You know, just being friends with him, or no, I wouldn't say stylish. He was he was probably the most shocking late dress player of all time. You know, he wanted to be outrageous not necessarily stylish gotcha did you ever go to parties with them or quite often after (laughs) the bulls playoff games we would go to dinner together that's awesome what were those parties like well he had an entourage and so it was uh, it was fun because everybody uh, in the restaurants would come over and talk to us. Mm. Yeah, that must have been a huge impact, right? Like that must have been really cool. Um, you know, um, you know, being a part of that environment and and uh, having an impact on him. 
Um, I know you were close with Kobe Bryant as well. Um, and, and you were at his uh, 81 point game. Was that right? Yes. Jeez, take us take us through that day. I mean, that must have been incredible. Well, the interesting thing about that game was that Kobe was never double teamed. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh my! Yeah, I know, right? I mean, you would have thought at some point they would have catched on. Um, did you? Uh, did you chat with Kobe after that game, or because I know you were you were pretty close with him? Kobe, uh, during much of his career, was resentful of the fact that I was not a Laker fan. <laughs> he was. He was quite aware. Of that. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, because I mean, you guys still ended up being good friends, right? Because I know he, um, you know, came came to uh, your residence, and um, there were a few iconic photo shoots there. Um, so it seemed like you guys were were still pretty good friends. Well, he he, he mellowed as he got older, and so if. Toward the end of his career, he was very nice to me. That's nice. That's awesome. That's that's great to hear. Did he? Um, did uh, yeah? I mean, did, how, how would you compare Kobe's game to to watching Michael Jordan? Because I know there's some comparisons there, and um, you've seen both those guys well, big games. Very close to each other in terms of skills. Hmm, interesting. How so? What? Uh, how so? How is that? Oh yeah, like uh, yeah. How so? Like in your opinion, like what uh, well, what are the similarities? Kobe uh, patterned his game after Michael's, and they certainly had the same. Athleticism. Mm. So, uh, I don't. I think it's really a fine line to choose between them. Right. No, for sure. It's it's tough, right? I mean, they're both such great players. Um, you know, Kobe's been an icon in LA, and you know, had had a huge impact, obviously, on the city, and. Um, I know Lil Wayne even wrote a song about Kobe Bryant in like 2009. And uh, like he mentioned you, like he made a reference to, to you as well, Jim. Um, you know, like, uh, do you have a relationship with Lil Wayne? Um, you know, did you, Kobe and Lil Wayne ever hang out or how did that happen? No, I've never spent time with Kobe. Gotcha. What about um, Lil Wayne? D Wade? Uh Little Wayne? Lil Wayne, the rapper? I'm so I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, no worries. Uh little Lil Wayne, the, the rapper. Or spent time together except for sitting 
next to each other at a game. Uh, but he, he put me in one of his songs, which was <laughs> very nice of him. Yeah. What was your reaction when you heard that for the first time? Do you remember it or? I uh, just laughed. <laughs> no, that that's pretty special. Um, you know, obviously, you know, so many people, everyone, all the players, fans, like they, you know, you're, you've become a, a true icon of, of the game. Um, you know, I'm, I'm curious, right? I mean, we talked about Kobe, we talked about Michael, we talked about Wilt. You've seen so many players play over the years. If you had to uh, limit that to five, your top five NBA players of all time, um, is there any that come to mind for that list? Or? Well, the player that excited me the most was Dominic Wilkins. And I think that he never got as much credit as he should have. Mm. Why, why is that, in your opinion? Because the Hawks were not champions. Mm. And I think that people too much credit to players that were on championship teams. If a player didn't win championships, people tend to downgrade them, which I don't think is proper. Mm. Yeah, it's it's tough, right? I mean, a lot of uh, people do. I mean, to your point, Jim, um, a lot of people do like dictate success in the NBA to championships. Um, one of those players is like Allen Iverson. Um, you know, where, where do you think he ranks all time? Well, he, he ranks right up there. Interesting. He was a great player to watch. Yeah, for sure. Would you, um, yeah, I mean, there's so many good point guards, right? Um, you know, over the years. And um, I know you're you're a big fan of watching three-point shooters. Is uh, Does Stephen Curry, where, where does he rank? Is he a top-five player all-time for you, or...? I don't want to give numbers gotcha. to players, but he's a top player. Gotcha, gotcha, for sure. No, he... I'm afraid I'm going to have to wind this down because something is happening. That's at fine. My house right now with a beautiful model <laughs> posing for photos. And <laughs> I think I'd have to pose with her for a shot. All right. No worries. I, I completely understand. Um, I'm, I'm super thankful for, for you to take the time, I guess, to wrap it up. Um, what, what, uh, what, what is the, your greatest life achievement, and then what advice would you give to your younger self? Um. I think that the 
creation of my house has been uh, something that will many years. And so that's something that I feel very proud of about. For sure. No, definitely. Did, and do you have any uh, advice to your younger self? You mean what I would do differently? Uh, just in general, like if you were to meet with your younger self again, you know, what would you t- um, tell him? Because obviously you worked really hard throughout the years. Um, you know, talk. You well, know, when, when young people ask me for advice, I tell them to pick something to do in life that they are very passionate about. Hmm. So passion, be passion driven. Possibly take it rather than dabble in a lot of different things. Find something you're really passionate about and go all the way i love it i love it and uh yeah you've done just that um you know anywhere from sitting courtside to architecture to fashion you were even in movies i saw you in hustle um that must have been pretty cool um so um congrats again um jim and and thank you so much again for taking the time and uh, i hope one day i have the privilege to to meet you in person (laughs) Okay. I hope so. Awesome. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you, Jim. Enjoy uh, the rest of the day with the models. Okay. All right. Bye. Bye.